Hey everybody, this is Hope Lickner coming to you before the show starts. I wanted to say that this is a bit of a weird episode. Uh, we cover Blazing Saddles, which is something I didn't think we'd ever do, just because it's such a buckwild movie to begin with. But, on top of that, Dad and I barely talk about the movie itself. It, it ends up being more of a launch pad to talk about just how terrible we are to one another as a species, and racism and uh, 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 homophobia, and, and the stuff going down throughout the country with transphobia right now, and more racism, and you can hear my dad and I in real time trying to wrestle with our white suburban neoliberal upbringings, and it's, um, it's rough. I'm not going to say this is one of our best episodes, but we give it a shot for two doughy white schmucks from, from just north of Philadelphia, so please bear that in mind. Be kind to us and to each other, and enjoy the show. Yeah, I bought, uh, amen. uh, yeah, amen. Uh, I bought Bex a two-pound bag of Twizzlers, uh, because they really love Twizzlers, and, uh, I have discovered that Mando also really likes Twizzlers, <laughs> so I had to hang the bag off my coat rack so she can't get to them. The little demon rat baby. Hi, Dad. How are Hi. you? Good. Good? The red Twizzlers? The red Twizzlers, no, the red, yeah. Red Twizzlers. Yeah, Mando Didn't likes... They make black Twizzlers, do they? I mean, they probably do. <sighs> I know there's variants of Twizzlers, um, but I, I, I'm pretty... They must have done, like, just standard licorice Twizzlers back in the day, I guess. But why would anybody like those? Um, anyway, we watched Blazing Saddles this week. Unbelievable. <laughs> what was, so you, you told me the last time you saw this movie, um, I think it was honestly, like, the first time I saw this movie, which was, like, 20-some years okay. ago. <clears throat> Um, Probably, yeah. Ish. Uh, so, w what did you think of it this time around, <clears throat> 20 years later? I had forgotten right. how blatant, blatantly racist it was. I mean, of course, I mean, yeah, we knew, I knew the N-word was used, I knew that. Yeah. But <clears throat> it was just way Way more than I remember, and I'm just thinking either, you know, did I forget about all that, or was I more accepting of it back then? Not that I ever was accepting of the N-word, but it was just more right. of a more of a, a culturally acceptable yeah. in that in that format, not uh, you know street use. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, no, it's a uh, they really it like it starts off with the opening song. And then it immediately kicks into high gear with, like, slurs against Chinese people, oh, yeah. black people. <clears throat> like, one of my favorite jokes in the movie is uh, later on uh, when the townspeople of Rock Ridge uh, decide, yes, we are going to accept uh, uh, people of color into our community for the sake of rescuing the town we love and give them uh, a place to live. 
And then the guy stipulates, but not the Irish. And then everybody else, yeah, no, not the Irish. not the... So it's like, even when like there's no other white people around, white people love to beat up on anything they can get their hands on yes. that makes you a little bit different. Yes. Which is just, oh my God. Yeah, it's, but it's, not the Irish. My, this, is gonna, this is not going to translate to an audio medium at all, but like my favorite quote-unquote racist joke is... How does every racist joke start? And it's, you just kind of turn your head look side to, to side left, to look around who's around. Yeah, to see if anybody's listening. So, like, the point is the joke is on the racists, right. not the, the, the minorities, the, the people of color. The racy. Would you be the racy? <laughs> the racy. The racer. Oh, golly. Yeah. Again, two, you know, white middle class suburbanites talking about blazing saddles. We're going to have something fun dancing around some of these issues, yeah. I think. <clears throat> um, but, uh, did you. <laughs> So it's it's Cleavon Little as uh as Bart. Bart, yes. Bart. The sheriff. What else was he in? Vanishing Point. Once bitten. Once bitten? Really? He's in an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Poor guy passed in nineteen ninety two at the age of fifty three. Uh golly, what did he pass of? Uh um yes. stomach cancer, it looks like. I'd love oh, him bummer. in this movie. He is so he is good. effortlessly charming. He is good in this movie. Yes, the, he is. The, the way he flirts with, um, what's her face? Uh, Madeline Kahn. And he just kind of casually says, Auf Wiedersehen, baby. Yeah. And it's just, oh, he's <clears throat> absolutely stunning. Yes. Uh, absolutely in love with it. Did you have a favorite moment or a favorite? Oh, my God. Of course, the, 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 um, the farting. Oh, the farting. Farting around the um, uh, campfire. Is always classic. So uh, yeah, just, just so well. I, I don't know. So it how, was, it, how can you do farting well? But I, I, I it was well done. This was this. I think this might have been one of the first mainstream examples of farting yes. in a motion picture. And I think at the time it got more controversy for having an entire scene around farting rather than its obsessive use of racial slurs. Yeah, uh, which is bug nuts to think about um one of my favorite things is if you catch the tv version of this movie oh my god so like so it's like you know in snakes on a plane it's like i've had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this monday to friday plane um but like if you watch the tv edit they obviously like they don't even bleep out the uh slurs they silence them out so there's just about a third of this movie is just dead silent which is bonkers but then the entire farting sequence they silence out too so it's just this long continuous shot of cowboys around a campfire in dead silence just standing up and leaning over leaning and over. reacting to nothing so it's like why 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 okay okay yeah all right yeah, sure. what, uh, all right if you, yeah if, you, if they cut out everything it would be like a five minute movie <laughs> yeah yeah Exactly. It's um, Mel Brooks's one line is like he got asked a while back, like, "Could you make Blazing Saddles today?" And he says, "You couldn't make it then." Yeah. Well, by the way, it's 1974. 1974. Yeah. Um, and how how did they get away with it? I mean, I you're I, you're allowed to use language. I in... think they got away with it because one, it was Mel Brooks, and he was like riding high at this time. 1974 is actually like his big double year. It's um, Blazing Saddles and then Young Frankenstein. Right. So he was able to get away with that, I think, because just because of his Frankenstein. name. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Which I really think we should cover Young Frankenstein, uh, Stein, uh, for Halloween this yes. year. That's, oh, absolutely. Haven't seen that one in a while. Um, absolutely. But I think it's because 
uh, he uh, Mel Brooks got uh, Richard Pryor as a co-writer on yes. this movie. So it turns out that Mel Brooks wrote most of the dialogue and then would take it to Richard Pryor to, like, bless, to make sure it was okay. Yeah, can we do this? Yeah, whereas Richard Pryor was more interested in writing for Mongo. Um, yeah. Yeah, Mongo only pawn in Game of Life. And Just uh, beautiful. Richard Pryor was, wasn't he, like, a cocaine freak or something, too? Or oh, he was. God. But anyway. I don't even know. Yeah, <clears throat> I want to say so. Yeah, I don't know the poor dude's Not, life yeah, story. Yeah, that that but... has anything to do with the... Uh, yeah, but he was... His a... acceptance of the... He, but he okayed it. He, he was a big name at the time. Yeah. And I think attaching himself to this movie uh, uh, is what really cleared it for the most part. I wonder if they could have used him for the sheriff. I think that was the intention, but the studio... If I, the, I'm reminded, remembering half of these stories like third hand. I'm like... I did. Li- I do little to no research for this podcast, of as opposed to like last week for the Matrix Resurrections, where it's like I've basically got a degree in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, all of, all of my oh, did Mando get you? Yeah, but she likes to play rough. That's all right. Yeah, that's, sorry, that's my own fault. Yeah, or, yeah. I'm trying to. Just, okay. If you react with a big ow, she backs off. So. Ow. Well, no. maybe not like that. Do you want me to go get the big no. water bottle that no, I spray her no, with? No, okay. No, it's my. I'm doing. I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. But like, <laughs> Dad is now playing with my cat with a stabbing at her with a fork. Yeah. This will end well. Business end of a fork. <laughs> um. Oh, that's gonna sound delightful on audio. So, um. So yeah, they didn't use Richard Pryor. No, I want to say the studio was like okay with him having his name attached as like. All right, I'm not even sure if he's properly credited. Now that I think about it, uh, but no, they had done Cleveland uh, Little's IMDb. I need Wilder, Gene Wilder, and Richard Pryor had done a couple. Um, they did uh, Stir Crazy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Richard Pryor is credited as a screenwriter for the movie. Why is his top movie listed as Superman Three? Richard Pryor. That's a little sad. Uh, Silver Streak, uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. He's in Lost Highway? What? That's a David Lynch movie, isn't it? I don't know. It is David Lynch. That's great. I gotta get him up, back up on Lynch. Oh, well. I'll catch up on that eventually. But yes, um, God almighty. Yeah, the dude has, it's, it's a, it's a, another you is another Wilder Pryor from 1991? Is that the last one? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but he was a big name comic at the time, so of course I think yes. getting his name attached is what really pushed it through. Um, wow, this dude has just a... Wonder, bu- it, was there any backlash because of it? I, I don't know. Great I mean, back in the time, question. I just, you gonna... know, we all laughed, at, but I was just hanging out with a bunch of white people. I know? mean... So, um, if any of our... Uh, um, listeners of color would like to chime in and, and give us any, any yeah. feelings on it. I mean, all both of you. Um, yeah. Uh, here we go. Okay. So, uh, when the fi- top of the list on IMDb trivia, always trustworthy. Um, when the film was first screened for Warner Brothers executives, almost none of them laughed, and the movie looked to be a disaster that the studio would not release. However, Mel Brooks quickly set up a subsequent screening for the studio's employees, <laughs> and these regular folks laughed uproariously throughout the movie. Are we recording? We're recording. Yeah, the little lights on is blinking a little bit. A little so bit there. regular people uh, laughed uproariously throughout the movie. Warner Brothers agreed to take a chance on releasing it. That um, was a pretty big chance. 
I mean, was there yeah. any, was there any other medium that was uh, presenting things like that? Uh, I mean, uh, there was Archie Bunker in the seventies, but uh, that was all implied. The N word wasn't used. Right. That was, that was oh, they're living next door to us. That kind of thing. I think it was when was the when was the era of exploitation movies? Because yeah. that might have something to do with it as well. Um, I'm just going to Google that. I just I mean, looking at it today, I mean, I just don't don't see how. Uh, but I mean, I saw it when it came out. I saw it in the movie theater, and it was really funny. But again, all my friends were white, and I I don't know about the audience, but uh, I didn't, yeah, I, I mean, didn't look around to see over. And I don't remember. I don't remember cringing at it. You know, it was just uh, funny. No, yeah, our our rea- your reaction. Like I knew it was coming because I've seen this movie more recently than you. But um, yeah, every time they let fly a slur, your just reaction was, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Oh my uh, god! So times really clearly have changed. I mean, uh, I don't. I mean, we're all racist to a certain extent. But <sighs> I do my best to. To, to learn and grow. I, I, um, and yeah. back at, when I was a young younger person, I, I don't, uh, certainly wasn't uh, blatantly racist, um, but, I mean, laughing at that stuff, was that racist then? I don't know. <clears throat> I, these are questions I don't think either of us can answer no, properly. No, we, we just need, have to reconcile as yeah, best we as need, we can uh, with it. We need input from uh, um, <laughs> other folks, I guess. I, uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, it's, uh, uh, going back to like the Matrix last week, there's so much that is programmed into our culture that we are not conscious yes. of. And the past like five, ten years, there has been this explosion. Yeah, five, ten, tw- twenty years, even depending on your flavor, really. I guess there's been this explosion of uh, awareness. I mean, the Me Too movement is a good example. Yeah. Um, stuff like that, but there's this huge boom in awareness as to what is and isn't appropriate and acceptable, and it's now no longer okay to be just, quote, not racist. You have to be actively anti-racist and realize the damage that these words can do uh, to, well, if, to other people. If you're just not not, not racist... Not, then not you're, racist. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're just not partaking in that kind of stuff or don't seek that stuff out... If you're quiet, it's the whole concept of if you're silent on it, then you're complacent. Right. And so you're fundamentally allowing it to right. happen, so, therefore supporting it. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's that old saying, um, the the only thing evil needs to succeed is for good people to do nothing. Nothing, yes. So it's not enough to just do nothing anymore. Yeah. You have to actually... <clears throat> one of my favorites is, um, what's it called? The Paradox of Tolerance. Uh, is one that I heard of. It's in a society that is completely tolerant of everything, including intolerant people. Eventually, those intolerant people will be able to game the system to take control, which is like, you know, gerrymandering's a good which example is of like that. What, what's happening? It's exactly what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's not enough to just be silent anymore. You have yeah. to actively speak out you against have to speak it. Out. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, like, I'm falling, you know, the, the, the enemy du jour is trans people. So, you know, um, I, like, yesterday uh, I uh, uh, was poking around on Twitter. I don't know why I poke around on Twitter, but it's like, oh, the new buzzword for conservatives is groomer, that they have expanded the definition of to include anybody that teaches um, 
young people, children, because it's always think of the children. It's yeah. anybody that teaches young children about any kind of anything other than right-leaning politics, basically. Anything it's, other it's, than black or white, male or female. Yeah, the binary, yeah. really. Yeah, so it's it's wokeism is the enemy, and now, like, just by, you know... Uh, sake of me being trans, I am apparently now a child molester in the eyes of multiple and counting states. Yes. Which is, if you know anything about me, I'm not going to get into it here, but it's yeah. absolutely infuriating yeah. to me on a fundamental level. Well, it's, um, yeah, you know, this other part of our society that finally came out of the woodwork uh, with the Trump era... Mm. Um, I always assumed that, yeah, there's racism in the United States. Yeah, there's bigotry. Yeah, there are ignorant people. Yeah, there are crude, rude, nasty people. But, oh, my God, they came out, and now now it's okay. Yeah, now they're openly talking yeah. about white supremacy. Yeah, now and, it's okay to... And women to, belong in the kitchen. To, oh, to bring that out. And um, I would have never... I mean, you ride up and down our own neighborhoods... Uh, lily white neighborhoods and you'll see Trump flags and, and Trump banners and stuff and it's no, like, I flip off every single one it's like uh, I, I, that I, I'm living next to that person or I'm living in this yeah. community let's go Brandon people. is one that always tickles me because yeah. it's like why are you speaking in code we know yeah. we know just say you're a moron yeah. we get it yeah <laughs> sorry you were I was I interrupted sorry. you um, um, oh uh, also in this movie um, um, uh, the sexism I mean uh, Madeline Kahn uh, God, her musical was, number kills me. Oh, oh yeah, God. that was. Um, I mean, she was uh, clearly a prostitute, and so using women for those purposes—that um, was another uh, another uh, aspect of. Her of, name uh, is literally Lily von Stupp. Yes. So. <laughs> um, oh so yeah, they got they got uh. the, they got the Chinese, they got the Irish, they got women, they got blacks. Uh, I don't know who else they, um, who else they nailed. Oh, man. Well, oh, uh, gay people. Oh, gay people right. are, uh, you know, I mean, the entire, like, like the dance number, once the camera pulls back from the Western and cuts to just literally Warner Brothers Studios and it's Dom DeLuise, Dom DeLuise, he has been haunting my waking nightmares the okay. past few months and I'm not sure why I've fallen down a Dom DeLuise hole, but, yeah. um, he's the director of this extremely flamboyant uh, camp musical number and all, all the guys are uh, wearing uh, tuxedos with top hats it's, let's get them girls yes, it's like it's all girls. camp it's all they, ridiculous exactly exactly you know so the one guy let's come on girls let's get them and you know okay you know uh, yeah god <clears throat> I, guess, I guess you can make an argument that it's representing people of all stripes but like oh my god the context of this movie you, you have to have so much context going into this movie to yes. understand why it's a thing at all and i think a major factor of that is just mel brooks himself yes mel brooks <clears throat> is you know one of the most openly openly jewish but he's the most prominent jewish comedian figure of the past 60? 70 years? When did the producers come out? 1967? Okay. Nine? I forget. But, like, he's been kicking... Like, the dude literally fought actual literal Nazis in World okay. War II. Um, so it's just like, if anybody is allowed to do anything yeah. approaching this, it's it going it yeah. to be Mel Brooks, because he had 
the uh, uh, the cachet from writing for uh, I think it's your show of shows and stuff. Like he is a comic legend, and yeah. I mean the big project in the works now is they're finally doing History of the World Part Two <laughs> as a TV series, are and they, Mel Brooks is involved. He's he's executive producing. Are they ever going to do Jews in space? <laughs> Jews in space. Hitler on ice. Yes, Hitler on um, ice. Exactly. The, the 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 span the big giant musical number for the Spanish Inquisition is still one of my favorite things. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if anybody yeah. can do it, it's like pounding like, on the juice. Like we saw um, uh, uh, the producers when it came to Philadelphia back in like two thousand three or something like right. that. And uh, I was the only one of our entire family who like loved it, and everybody else was like, "What? Oh, no, what?" I, I mean, I. I thought it was great. Well, good. Okay, good. Because I, I, you know, I took it in context. I, you know, yeah. I knew it was going to be uh, irreverent uh, comedy. Um, you you want to know something truly crazy? There's a, you know, during the springtime for Hitler number, there's a dancing swastika, of course, yes. where like the dance line, yes. the kick line, line forms up. itself into a, and they lower a big me- angled mirror from the yes. ceiling, so not just the people on the balcony can see, but also from down below, um, and. The truly crazy thing is, if you watch old Nazi propaganda videos, they actually do the dancing swastika. Oh my god! It was a real thing. Mel Brooks didn't make that up. He just added sequins to it, and he was able to mock them relentlessly with literally their own choreography, yes. which is buck nuts yes. to me. I don't like. <sighs> now it's crazy. It's crazy making. If if I were a white supremacist Nazi, neo Nazi, okay, <laughs> right, would. I mean, would it be okay to mock me? I mean, would I find that film offensive? What, Springtime for Hitler? Yes. I think because you never see, like, say, other examples include the Blues Brothers, where, like, some of the uh, the secondary antagonists are a the Illinois Nazis. Yeah, I okay. hate Illinois Nazis. So it's, the, it's these two Anglo-white dudes literally plowing through a crowd of... of, uh, of uh, American-made Nazis in their in their secondhand cop car, okay, which yes. it's, it's it's one of those things. So no, I don't think they regard these movies as positive for them yeah. because they understand that they are the object of ridicule in these situations. Not to mention Mel Brooks, extremely Jewish, and Nazis kind of aren't cool. Can with... you be extremely Jewish? You're Jewish or you're not? It's like saying you're extremely pregnant. I, I well, yeah. I mean, you may, yeah. maybe maybe yeah. a practicing Jew, yeah. a practicing Catholic, that kind of thing. Okay. I the only now, thing I can think of is the bit from Robin Hood Men in Tights: "Circumcision's half off." That's oh, literally the only thing. I can oh, think my of. oh my god! Oh my god! I had forgotten that part. I can't process yeah. anything else yeah. besides that right now. And is it okay to ridicule? Like, why is it okay to ridicule Nazis, but it's not okay to ridicule, say, blacks? It's the difference between punching up and punching down. Like, you know, uh, black people, uh, 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 people of color of really any descent, they have almost always been uh, uh, a target of ridicule by the majority of the the global population. Um, So it's... So it's 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 a bullying thing, yes. really, is the most basic way I can say it. I mean, you know, the, the joke I remember is, well, if women are so great, why haven't you ever uh, uh, put down an entire gender? Like, you know, um, 
Nazis weren't weren't be, uh, being round up and put into camps or anything okay. like that, or selected for labor. Right. It was always, you know, Nazi, Nazis it, aren't it, paid less. Nazis aren't uh, um, abused. Yeah, because physically and because the Nazis regard themselves as the quote unquote master race, right. and they unfortunately are the people in power most of the time. It that's. Uh, um, well, they, they rise to power through uh, intimidation. And, yeah, intimidation, and, and gerrymandering, bullying, lying. Yeah. Um, I mean, for God's sakes, Ted Cruz made the news again because he's literally just trying to get sound clips on Fox News yeah. every day. It's uh, like, you yeah. know, Ted, if you just quit, you could get hired at Fox News pretty quickly yeah. if you want that Fox News money. Well, he's, he's, he's uh, uh, reaching out for a presidential... Uh, um, nomination. Oh God! Please <clears throat> run for president again. That'll that'll go well, Ted. Yeah. yeah. Like other Republicans don't like Ted. So like, I mean, <laughs> come on. That's come pretty on. bad like, when your own when your own nasty party doesn't even like you. It's yeah. it's obscene. It's absolutely yeah. obscene. Yeah. Um, what the what the to, the the exception uh, the the lack of retribution or retaliation or punishment of any kind against these people always absolutely kills me. Yeah. Like, perfect prime example, uh, Will Smith last week at the Oscars, like, you know, he's having his career basically taken away from him. Meanwhile, Louis C.K., the comedian who uh, did violently inappropriate things uh, uh, to and in front of uh, women won a Grammy for Best Comedy Album. So it's like, yeah. what? What? Yeah. What? What? Why? It's a, Why? It's, a, it's quite a... You know, you always say, well, how much worse can it get? But as soon as you say that, it gets worse. I, we, don't, know, I don't know what, what more we could do to other people publicly uh, other than what we're doing now to humiliate and uh, degrade and, and, and downtrod on these on these different folks it's, whether it's women or color or or <clears throat> nationality or whatever religion or religion. whatever it's just oh god it it's infuriating to say the least well anyway the movie was funny <laughs> movie there I, we go good okay I let's couldn't, let's swerve I, I, back I, I had forgotten how blatant it was but it was they really got their message across and it was primarily the n-word against blacks but yeah equal billing or not equal billing but some billing they did give to the uh chinese uh who did they miss well they, they I, went blacks I, but they didn't uh, back then though uh brown people weren't i guess considered a, a thing or a separate right. thing yeah you know, it's it's it, okay we're but gonna i guess if you were brown you weren't considered black but it, uh, i guess it, we we didn't like them then either so. i i don't think yeah i don't think um uh, uh people of middle eastern descent um really came into the limelight unfortunately until after september 11th so it's well, yeah, that's what hate, I like to say. Yeah, it's, that's you know, it's, we hate them because they're all terrorists. It's scapegoat yes. du jour. Like yes. shortly after nine eleven, it was all it was all uh, 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 Middle, people, Eastern folks. Middle Eastern, Middle uh, 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 Eastern Asian. It's you know, uh, Indian, Muslim, like whatever. And these days, it's trans people. Back in the eighties, yes. it was gay people. But, yes. You know, it's you know. There's always going to be a scapegoat du jour. It just yeah. depends on what we can fearmonger now. I mean, what is it? The state of one of the states shut down all trans people because one person, one kid, 
was competing in sports. Yes. They an set, entire state. they passed an entire law to bully one, one kid, kid, which yeah. is like there's no bottom to these people. Yeah. We are which is why like uh, uh, satire like The Onion is having such a hard time keeping up because we as a society have unfortunately bypassed yeah. satire. It's um, it's like uh, is you know is this uh, the opposition or is this onion uh, there's no difference. Yeah, anymore. It's, it's like it, how, yeah. yeah. It's satire has become the reality. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it it's being made. Uh, we're being made more aware of it. We are polarizing. I don't mm-hmm. know if that polarization will ever um, um, decrease and we'll come back together. Uh, no, I don't see us coming back together. I, I think see. it's going to get worse before it gets better. Unfortunately, oh, it will. Yeah, um, and I see the uh, the country uh, democracy. Uh, Eroding, uh, collapsing, in the country uh, separating out into it's... individual Ugh. countries. Get your ass to California. Yeah, California, you know? the southeast, the northeast, the, s- the, uh, the Midwest. The s- yeah, the southeast will be a separate country. Oh, okay. I thought you said the southeast was going to be a safe place. No, no, no the sorry. South, yeah. The southeast, yeah. south and southeast, there'll be the northeast. Yeah. Um, with the mid-Atlantic area, there'll be the Midwest. There'll be the... Um, um, California, um, so yeah, these uh, all it takes is one state to break away, mm. and then it'll—I think it'll domino, and we'll lose—we'll uh, lose the union. Um, and yeah. uh, as it's been said, uh, possibly we should have let the uh, the South secede when they wanted to. I mean, I don't know if that was the right—you know, like fight for the union. Okay, yeah, but. Um, uh, we had to bring them back in into the fold by force. Yeah, it's by force it's, of war. It's definitely, unfortunately, going to get to the point of I think violence of some kind, which is yeah, and, then, and then we have to see how the uh, um, how that violence is responded to, whether it's uh, uh, public opinion is on one side or the other, or um, professional opinion such as uh, law enforcement is on one side or the other. Um, like now you see in, in Washington, uh, it doesn't seem like there are any... Baby girl, stop it. No, it's, I'm, do, I'm <laughs> relaxed. Uh, a baby girl's re- reference to a cat. Yeah, sorry. Okay. That's yeah. what I call the cat. Um, um, people aren't being held accountable. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's exactly. infuriating to us, little people, when the big people aren't held accountable, then... Why are you holding us accountable? Like, yeah. You know, it, get off my case. Almost every day for the past, like, six years or so, I have seen some sort of headline, will X be the thing to take down Trump? And no, it hasn't. No. Not yet. No. I, like, Nothing. Come, when, yeah, when you're it, shameless... Uh, the the only thing that will take down Trump is the inevitability of time, yes. unfortunately. When, when he dies, I don't see any strong uh, uh, replacement figure, although people like DeSantis or Cruz think no. they are, but... Uh, nobody's like Trump. Yeah, no, it's like nobody was like Hitler. Yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that think like him. So oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. it's up to thirty plus, maybe forty percent of our population. So almost half the people, if you're in a room, well, with half 10, of the voting block, I'd yeah, say. Which if you're, is yeah, good point. Okay, if you're in a room with with ten people, which is like a sixteenth of the actual population, <clears throat> if you're in a room with ten people, three or four of them are going to be have views. Totally opposite from uh, your progressive view. Yeah, you know it's, where people are good and people the, are. The thing uh, I saw people. recently, if um, 
if you're at a if you're at a protest or a march or something and <laughs> and there's a <laughs> if you're at a protest or a march or something and there's somebody with a Nazi banner or flag and nobody is stopping that yeah. you are at a Nazi rally like yeah. congratulations so yeah. yeah on that horrifying note dad we've been going for half an hour and it's mostly been depressing yes blazing saddles funny what movie a funny movie i love how it literally breaks the fourth wall at the end i love how the the literal ending is um them driving off into yes. the sunset. Yes, driving off oh, into the sunset. I love so much. In, in, a, in a, a town car or a Cadillac or something. Yeah, like yeah. they yeah. get off their horses, yeah. get into a, the back of a yeah. car. Uh, and drive genius. off. Uh, it's, it's worth a, a watch, um, and you've been forewarned. Uh, a lot of uh, rude, crude language. Yeah, but, spoiler um, alert for a movie that's um, coming up on 50 years old. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, weird what we were doing back then. Hmm. Uh, other than that, I am uh, HD Lickner on Twitter, Muscle Nerd Studios on uh, Instagram. Um, thank you to Dr. Sean Monahan for our theme song. Thank you to Paul Taylor at Wopsy.com. Wopsy? WopsySquare.com. Good God. Uh, for our artwork, Dad, take us away. Wow. Okay. Really be good to each other, please. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, and, and all this stuff, I uh, hope we can laugh and hope we can learn from it. Learn from it. And come together. Yeah. Learn from it. Come together. And really, uh, if you have Trumpers living next to you, uh, Trump is a person too. Although I'm cringing saying that. Yeah, I'm watching you recoil uh, there. Yeah. I'm recoiling. Uh, um, do your best, folks. Do your best. Take care of, take care of your own little circle of people around you, uh, and do your best. Yeah. Think globally, act locally, I think. All right. Yeah, that works. Uh, on that note. forgot to talk about what movie we wanted to watch next week so did you want to uh, wrap up the x-men franchise with logan the the uh, 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 uh the r-rated yes drama been, yes you've been threatening me with that no okay. sounds okay <laughs> yep. we took a two-week hiatus from x-men we're going to dive back into it one last time yeah that's good because the x-men they, they, it all kind of blended it was like uh, i get blended it. together. it's such a hit and miss franchise for me anyway that's why i've like nitpicked my way through yeah. the series yeah uh but yeah well, then, on that note, Logan next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.